Hey, Pearlside Small Group Leaders, welcome to our weekly Small Group Leaders podcast where we help you as you lead um, a lot of things happening this past week. And uh, if you've noticed, we kind of rearranged our sermon series um, to kind of dive into how uh, we need to respond in this time and how God wants to use us. Uh, before we jump into our guide, I just want to remind you that we do have our Small Group Leaders Summit coming up on September 9th. So all you small group leaders out there, be sure you register for that. Um, today I have Lexen with us, Lomi Bao from our Hello. downtown congregation. Really great to have him here. Um, and we're just going to jump right into the guide. We know that what's been going on um, in Maui, I, I'm sure we've all watched, have family members, friends, someone we're attached to that has experienced some kind of loss um, and is reeling in this tragedy of the fires, not just um, on Maui, but also on the Big Island. Yep. It's just been a heavy week. And so what do we do in times like this? Um, just thankful Pastor Paris was able to give a unifying word across all our congregations. Um, so it's going to be a great time for us to really lean into God and, and see what ministry he has for us. So our main thought in scriptures we have over the past week, the devastating fires in Maui have left us all feeling shocked and deeply saddened. Homes and businesses were destroyed, leaving the island in ruins. Our hearts go out to those who have experienced loss and pain amidst this tragedy. It is undeniable that as human living in a flawed world, we cannot avoid facing hardships. However, as believers, it is now more important than ever for us to come together and hold on to a resilient hope in God. And here are some truths we must remember. One, amidst tragedy, remember that God is in control. Two, tragedy reminds us of how vital a relationship with God is. And three, tragedy reminds us to fix our hope on that which is eternal and not temporary. In this moment, a lot of people um, are going to be focused on Maui. But just as the main thought says... Uh, tragedy, uh, this kind of loss and pain, it happens in life. Yeah. And regardless of it, God remains God. Mm. Yeah. What What would you have to say about that, Lexin? Yeah, no, that's very true. And I mean, even seeing in the suffering and seeing what's happening in the world, I mean, Jesus said, he said, there's going to be suffering in the world, but I've overcome the world. Yeah. And it's just another reminder that we see that everything is temporary. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen people lose their homes lose their cars, lose even their business, businesses that they've built up. But it's just another reminder saying that like the church needs to be the church at such a time as this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so good. So good. And, and just a, a reminder that there's hurting people. Yeah. You know, there's hurting people out there. Um, I'm sure if, if not you, then there's someone in your group that um, is probably experiencing some grief right now. Right, and so uh, a big reason why we've we've switched it up this week is because we know that most of our congregation. I mean, we're getting calls every day. I don't know about yeah. you. I mean, mm-hmm. text messages, different things about, hey, can we help my family, my family, my family? And I'm like, yes. Like, there's a lot of things that we're going. We have a special offering. Yeah. We're going to do more. Our church is on the ground there. I love that the churches of Hawaii are all pulling together um, to help this. So there are those things, but also giving space. I think for people in our groups to um, kind of grieve this week and, and pray with them, right? It says um, in the word that we're to grieve when we grieve and rejoice when we rejoice. And uh, we have parties and celebrations at baptisms and we are good at rejoicing. Yeah. And so, you know, this is our opportunity, you know, give some space for that grief to be with them um, and pray the spirit of God minister to them um, in their grief by helping them focus right on these things yeah. um, that God is in control. We live in a fallen world. It's broken. Devastation is going to happen. Like you said, Jesus 
Jesus promised it, but ultimately we believe that God is sovereign and that he is at work in this, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think even as we meet in our small groups, I think it's always important to make sure that we always direct the conversation into the truth that God is always in control. Mm-hmm. And uh, and also making sure that we even protect it from it becoming political and things of that sort. Yeah, that's because good. Because they can easily po- politicize it. But just saying like the focus of this small group is we're going to just talk about how God is going to show up, but we're also going to pray for the people that need to be prayed for. Absolutely. And, um, you know, reminding them, you know, this is why we do what we do. It's why we have small groups. It's why we ask everyone, you know, reach someone that doesn't know Jesus. Because in times like this, a relationship with God really makes or breaks a person. Right, those that have the Lord can lean into the Lord and lean into His people, but those that don't, you tend to find that they feel alone, they have no hope, they're in despair, they have nothing, and and sometimes you know you talk to them and they feel like I have even no one to call for help. But we know as believers in our relationship with God, He never leaves us, He never forsakes us, He's always there, He's a present help in times of need, um, and the church also is the church to be that as well. And so you know, reminding our people, this is why you know. Our relationship with God is so important, right? And this, our um, place in the church is so important, and our mission to the world is so important. Mm. Um, and so, as we as we refocus our groups on these things, you know, of course, like you said, guarding it, making sure it doesn't get um, into a political gripe fest or anything. Yep. Allow room to process. Allow room for grief. Allow a lot of room for prayer this week, guys. I really want to pray. And if if there's no one in your group affected by this um, personally, tangibly. Um, it is our state. I'm sure, you know, they still feel heavy about it. So give that time to pray. Um, pray for people to be ministered to. Pray for God to meet them and reveal himself. And pray on, on what is their part. What does God want us to do in this time? Whenever there's a tragedy, right, it says in the word that the enemy meant to kill, steal, and destroy. Yep. But God is meant to bring his glory. These are opportunities for us, church, to really show up in the way that God wants us to. So each one of us has some kind of responsibility um, in in these moments. And so it's that time for us to seek the Lord and ask him, what is my role? Or what would you have me do? Um, And do that as a family, do that as a small group, maybe as a small group. Hey, what does God want us to do as a small group? Uh, There's a lot of ways you can take that, but leave the room um, for that. Um, And so as you just do the discussion questions, leave room to process uh, where people might feel hopeless or feel some grief. Right, don't skip over that, um, but bring them back to the truth. Bring them back to the truth, and then stir them to seek God for action. Because in times like this, He wants the church to rise up. He's giving us an opportunity. We've been praying for revival. Yeah. Um, what greater time uh, than now that they need the hope of Jesus Christ? Wouldn't you say? Yeah. No. Absolutely. And I mean, even in our staff prayer, we were praying about it. And I mean, even in the midst of ashes, that's where the most beauty comes mm-hmm. out. And that's mm-hmm. where the, the greatest flowers even sprout up. And as devastating and as destructive as this was, I mean, we believe that God takes even what the enemy meant for evil and he turns it for his good. Mm-hmm. So I think even as we meet with our small groups, we have to constantly remind them saying like, God is still in control. Yes. And you're right. I mean, it's already hard enough as it is when you have God. Mm -hmm. But when you don't have God, it's like, how could you even carry this type of grief and despair? But that should just fire us up Mm 
to know that that's why this is an opportunity to share the gospel, to make disciples, to speak truth into people's lives and just serve them. So even like you said, like ask the Lord, what is our role? Is it to give financially? Is it to maybe even speak with a friend that was directly impacted Mm -hmm. by the fire? Maybe they lost a family member, who knows? But just ask the Lord and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal how we can be the hands and feet of Jesus at this opportune time that God has placed this in. That's so true. And maybe you're thinking like, I have nothing to give. Mm. You know, you're struggling. I know it's hard times for people right now. They're thinking, I have nothing to give. What can I do? Or I'm not there. Or there's so many people giving. What do I do? We all have something. And Mm. and I love what you said. Reach out to someone and see if you can pray for them. Mm. Right? Just be, or listen to them. Right? Whether it's someone that you reconnected with on Facebook from Maui that you know, or a phone call to an old classmate, or uh, I've been doing that, just kind of sending out texts, hey, I'm thinking about you, I'm praying for you, I know you're fighting the fires, right? Those mm. kinds of things, just so that we can um, just extend God's love. Um, and care to people in this time. So, so church, we have a great opportunity to be the church. Um, we're praying uh, as a staff and as leadership. Um, let's pray for all the families affected by this, all those that lost. Um, this is not going to be done after a donation drive. This yeah. is a long haul of being the church and helping people walk through this tragedy. And I'm so blessed that we have leaders like you that are out there that are willing to walk with people through things like this. And just as you're gonna do in group, I just wanna pause a second and have Lexin um, pray for us as we go into group this week. Yes, God, we just I just wanna lift up every small group leader to you right now. Yes, and Lord. God, I pray that you allow us to be empathetic towards those that are suffering. Yes, God, Lord. we know that you call us to mourn with those that are mourning, to weep with those that are weeping. So God, I pray for a deeper level of empathy this week where we can open up that space Mm -hmm. so that people can share, people can grieve, people can cry. But Lord, I pray that even in the midst of that, that there is a form of release where it's like taking a deep breath of fresh air and they say, wow, okay, I'm okay. We're going to make it through. So God, I pray that by your Holy Spirit, you empower us as small group leaders to continue to serve and shepherd our people through this trying and tumultuous time. But Lord, we know that you are still in control. So God, give us the wisdom, give us the tact, give us the patience, and also give us the heart of Christ as we lead our small groups this week. Because God, we know that this is going to be a part of an amazing testimony, Yes, but we're still in the testing season. So Lord, help us continue to not give up because the harvest will come if we do not give up. So Lord, we pray for fresh faith within all of our small group leaders, and we pray even for their families as they continue to go through this dark but also opportune time for your glory to be revealed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So thank you, small group leaders. Have a great group, and we will see you next week.